Welcome to the show. I'm Ernie Casper, your host, and today I'm going to talk about Nicholas J. Fuentes. Now, um, I'm not, he's not really the major part of this whole podcast today, but it really is all about uh, something that was stated by Nicholas J. Fuentes, which was basically he's denying the Holocaust. And he gives an analogy. I heard the audio clip and he's basically giving an analogy of cooking or or baking cookies in ovens. And he comes to the conclusion by supposed mathematics that it's not possible to burn that many or bake that many cookies, i.e., you know, Jews. And of course, he doesn't say the word Jews. He just alludes to it all the way through to to give this uh, statement and he's even being gleeful about it and I'm going to just my gut reaction to this first of all I'm seeing anti-semitism growing in our society so fast right now and I just never imagined it would get to this point I really didn't I didn't imagine this to ever happen but here I am And I'm seeing in Canada, I'm seeing all kinds of uh, anti-Semitic statements being said by different various people who are for the BDS movement. They're, you know, wanting to boycott Israel for a supposed, I don't know what you want to really call it, but they're basically Israel doesn't have the right to have its land and is uh, occupying land that's not theirs. We know that in history, that land was Israel's. You can look through the... Archaeologists have discovered time and time and time again, the Israeli people have been there forever. And yet, uh, people who don't know the historicity of the Israelis often fall prey to this kind of rhetoric that's being pushed in the news media, that's being pushed by, uh, you know, memes or or just comments being stated on YouTube videos. All this stuff is just being kind of put on over and over and over and no one really challenges it, no one really investigates to find out that many of these claims, I'm, I'm telling you a large portion of these claims are so radically false And some are more inconspicuous. They do a little bit of bending in order to kind of of bend you away from believing that Israel has the right to defend its country and that Israel has the right to the land that it's in. And so, but what really is going on is this narrative to um, demonize Israel so that Israel, the only democracy in the Middle East, by the way, that's a major, major issue and major factor. Israel came back into a nation. They became a nation again. And what's so phenomenal is that this was biblically prophesied. And for Israel to become a nation again and to be given the land back to them was phenomenal. It was an answer It was a fulfillment of prophecy. So I don't want to kind of digress much further than that. 
but let's just get back to the anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic uh, tropes, the, 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 the anti-Semitism that's growing in large numbers within liberals, within the Democrats, within people who are leftists. It's, it's shocking. It, it, somehow the Democrats have morphed into something else. And what it really is, is a seething and a perpetual fixation against the Jews. And, of course, many other things, like pretending to be woke and uh, all this other crazy ideology, which has a lot of Saul Alinsky um, kind of a thumbprint to it. But what's so shocking about all of this is this guy, Nicholas J. Fuentes, states this stuff as though this is like some kind of, hmm, this could be very possible that the Holocaust never existed. I'm blown away by that. And also, just deep inside me, just within my gut, I find it so repulsive and sickening that people are out there denying the Holocaust. But you know what? You can't stop those people from doing those kinds of things. You can't stop them from thinking those things. And really, let them think those things and let them state those things because those kinds of people are very deprived. These are depraved minds. People who somehow want to ignore all the facts, all that's showing and stating the verification of the Holocaust. Not to mention more than 6 million Jews were killed. And and then on top of that, 6 million others who are homosexuals, of minority, um, you know, ethnic, different ethnic backgrounds. We're talking about different groups of people who, on a large scale were murdered, slaughtered. And the Jews were put in these in these uh, cattle cars and they were hauled away and burned to a crisp. They were burned and they were gassed. Now, saying all that, I got to tell you, what... I remember when I was working in the hospital, I worked with a lot of patients who were Messianic Jews who survived the Holocaust. I've worked with actual stormtroopers. I've worked with people who were Nazis. Um, I also worked with uh, people who were Polish who survived the Nazi uh, invasion and the horrific things that happened to the Polish people. And I'll tell you this. On a personal a personal level, on a personal account of hearing all of these testimonies from numerous people, usually when you're working with them in the health industry, these a lot of people start to kind of speak out and they tell, sort of spill the beans on on things that they've repressed and held back because maybe they're close to death or that you know they're at a time where they just feel that they feel open to speak about these things things that they've never talked about and I'll tell you the stuff I heard would shock you about what happened in World War II the violence the the horrific things that happened to the Jews to the to just anyone who who fought against the Nazis and uh, I've talked to uh, snipers for the Canadian military I've talked to uh, captains of submarines who are actual Nazis and uh, I'll tell you There are different stories, but thematically, it's the same. In fact, I talked to one soldier who actually showed up at Auschwitz. And I'll tell you this, 
It was devastating for him, he said. It was absolutely devastating. And this is a man who went through war and saw the most gruesome things. He said it was devastating to see all the bodies, all the dead people, all the Jews. And he said it forever shaped him. It shook him. It hit, it got to him, the very core of who he was. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is there are so many numerous testimonies and, and different people who don't know each other across, across different, you know, countries who've stated thematically the same things. And here's some new guy, Nicholas J. Fuentes and, and many other liberals uh, of today, uh, people who are stating they're so woke and they're denying denying the Holocaust and why why do that I don't even you know honestly I don't even care because to me it's so messed up and it's so damaging these people must be so numb and and their consciences must be so seared to believe this kind of stuff and to feed into this racism and it's interesting because often the left is the one are the ones projecting. I mean, they're the ones stating, you know, you know, the Republicans or conservatives, they're racist, they're this, they're homophobic, they're this, and the list goes on and on. And yet, over time I've noticed that every time they point a finger, it's usually them. It's projecting. You see the the absolute everything's about race. Everything's about skin color. Everything's about your sexual preferences. You are not identified as just a human being with your own autonomy. You have to follow a certain type of groupthink. You have to be chained to their ideology and, and be kind of like a slave to the way they think. Or you are punished. You are put into the digital square and you are insulted, you are ridiculed, you are mocked, and you are shamed. And this is what's going on in our society today. And this is my thoughts on this. I believe that God is allowing these things to raise up again. Because in the end, the Bible clearly prophesies in Isaiah that, that countries that are surrounding Israel will attack Israel. There will be a great battle. And we see this happening right now. We see Russia. We see um, China building its way in that direction. But right now we see Russia. We see Iran. We see Turkey. We see these people involved. And they are joining forces. And they are slowly surrounding Israel right now. And just recently... In the uh, Israeli Post or the Israeli News, Jerusalem Post, I should say, there was a statement of how dangerous it is right now in Israel. And the comments are coming out about Iran surrounding Israel through its proxies is a serious and real threat right now. And I think we are getting cl- so close in these... Uh, end times that 
we're going to see some massive things happen near Israel and with Israel. All this stuff is boiling, people, and things are going to happen. And so as Christians, what is it that we can be comfortable with? Or what what are things that we can have hope in, I should say? What we should have hope in is the fact that God has promised us that he would take us away. That he's going to take his children away. But what's even more profound is the beauty of Revelations and Isaiah and uh, numerous different um, Bible prophecies in Daniel, etc., where we are seeing fulfillment happen. This shows us that God is in complete and utter control because he would have messed up biblical prophecies, but he hasn't. And that's what's so amazing is that all of this stuff in detail was prophesied. And we have hope that since God knows all these things, that he also has a plan for all of us. So if you aren't a Christian and you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing this and you're wondering what's going on in the world today, you're thinking this is crazy. People are just going insane. Good is evil and evil is good now. Well, the Bible talked about that, that this would happen in the end days. Well, here we are. If you are someone that has not accepted Christ, I urge you to investigate, to research the Bible, to find out what Jesus said. Because remember, Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. That's profound. Remember this. And remember that Jesus came. He died for your sins, your transgressions that you cannot afford to pay for. The sins, the transgressions that you've done can't be redeemed without Christ because Christ was the perfect lamb and that means he came perfect and blameless and this is where we are today and I hope and pray that you hear this podcast and it will inspire you and it will challenge you to read the Bible and to find out the truth about what is going to happen in these last days. God bless. God bless.